0: Hello,
1: and welcome to another delightful episode of The Movie Man Podcast. Yeah, oh, I yeah. am sucking back at Tim Hortons coffee right now.
2: Nice, if, product If there placement. is any
1: question that, well, I mean, they're our new sponsor. Oh, oh, what? Whoa! That, no, I oh. we're not sponsored by Tim Hortons, but Tim Hortons,
2: <laughs>
1: if you're listening, <laughs> we would love for you to sponsor us.
2: Yeah, we're not proud. We'll take yeah.
1: anything. Uh, before we go any further, I've mm. got a hot take. Oh, whoa! I got some, and not even not even connected to the movie. Just something that's sure that's that's rolling around in the hamster wheel that is my brain.
2: Please let it
1: go. Public showers, <laughs> like like when you go to the you know when you go to the pool. Mm. Oh and yeah. In the change room, will have a public shower. Sure. Yeah, I'm. Familiar. And and the public shower has those, uh, like you push the button and the water comes oh, on. Oh yes, yeah. And they, uh, I think they're called water savers, and mm, okay. And I think the angle that most people present is that it's like save the planet. Sure. Yeah. When in reality, I think more often than not, it's actually just like. Waste less, w- wa- like water costs the business money. Right. Jackasses leave the water running. <laughs> right. Oh like yeah. Yeah. So like so someone the showering, idea, they know.
2: leave the tap on and they just pee
1: and they just walk away. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. They, they 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 pee yep. and then they walk away. Yeah. Um. Uh, I
2: meant they pee out, but yeah, they do pee. Yeah.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying both. No, no. <laughs> I agree. I see. Yeah. They urinate and then and then they leave. Um. <laughs> so, but here here's the thing. Why, Uh, so you press the button, Mm. and and whenever you you press the button, uh, or whenever you shower, you end up pressing this button like four or five times. Oh yeah. In order to get your whole shower in. So it's annoying. Yeah. But why is it (laughs) that the first time you press the button, the water runs for 45 seconds?
2: Mm Okay. And then
1: the second time you press the button, it runs for eight seconds Mm. and then the third time you press the button it runs for a minute and a half (laughs) and then the fourth time you press the button it runs for 25 seconds like what is what is happening yeah that this isn't a consistent set Mm. uh, amount of time yeah that this fluctuates Mm -hmm. and so the other day while i was showering Pressing this button yeah. over and over. Sure. I was thinking to myself. Yep. What I have thinking? a better, I have a better design. Okay. Why? Uh, some sort of sensor thing. Sure. Because here's here's the thing. Having the button there, having mm-hmm. it shut off, and then sure. me having to push that—that's yep. not making my shower shorter.
0: Uh, that's. That's yeah. not
1: making me go. I'm gonna not shower as long. No, it's just making me push the button over right. and over like, and over. You're and not over gonna stop
2: with like soap in your eyes and be like, eh, "I'm not gonna push it again. I'll save some water."
1: Right. Yeah. So my thoughts are, you know, how you can get those. There's like the sensors for vehicles mm-hmm. that go underneath, like underneath the pavement. Sure. So that you know whether it's for a traffic light or if you're going through an automated gate. Then the gate knows. Okay, mm. the vehicle's all the way through, and then it closes. So it never like the arm never comes down on your vehicle. Sure. Well, there must be something like that that can go under the tile floor of these showers. Mm. So why not have me walk up? <laughs> I'll push the button once, mm-hmm. and then the shower, the, the the sensor under the shower, will know when my fat ass has left the shower as opposed <laughs> to just shutting off over and over and over mm. and over.
2: Counter S- counterpoint to this. What about, because there are those showers that instead of a push button, it's literally a sensor, like a motion sensor. Would that appease? Would that suffice?
1: I don't know if I've ever showered. In, I, I, don't, I know that like the, the, the washroom, like the sink faucet, Mm-hmm. I know that that's the, like the motion. So it's kind of like that.
2: Yeah. I don't, I can't remember where it was, if it was like my high school gym shower or if it was just like a random pool I was at, but I feel like I've oh. seen that for sure.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of high school gyms and stuff, <laughs> you remember those like the, in when a high school there'd be that one washroom in the school that like okay. hadn't updated. And <laughs> the sink was like this weird circular trough. <laughs> no. With like a foot pedal that you would, you, oh, like a thing. And then it yeah. would, it was just like this big circular cauldron with a fountain in the middle by, of
2: it. By a big trough, like you mean, like it's like three or four feet. Oh, yeah. Big. Like it's big. Yeah. I've it's been to like sporting thing
1: events.
2: with Okay. With this. Yeah, for sure. I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I don't, why was that a design?
2: Like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Um, yeah, this
1: is a show about uh, pod- film. uh m- f- movies, films. Yeah, we um, are the film f- friends. The film, <laughs> the film fanatic. That was never a. We thought of a lot of different names, mm. and the film friends. I mean, we weren't really, we we were we were great acquaintances. Yeah, at best when we started sure. the show. So I guess yeah. film friends. Seemed ambitious.
2: It's it seemed like a little awkward because no one wanted to say I don't think it applies, but like we were all thinking it and right. It just
1: the movie yeah. the movie men felt kind of generic. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But the other two options were uh, the other two the the only other two that I felt like held any real weight. Yep. Were blo- blockbusters and busts.
2: Shout out to Ben Summoner for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, but then there was a concern that people <laughs> would think that we were just doing films about Braziers for sure um and which so we're not we, we kind of not usually no and so we <laughs> we we kind of moved past that and the mm. other one was was this is not the podcast you're looking for mm. which was, was a a star yeah. oh, that's, that's a mouthful it is it you is. know it doesn't it doesn't fit nicely on a hat
2: no no it doesn't
1: right and then people mm. would be like people would read it on a hat and they'd be like well, it's not a podcast it's a hat mm-hmm. i don't I don't get it, but
2: mm-hmm. but we continue our journey back in time. So we're going year by year back in time, and uh, we continue to have our votes where the audience tells us which movie to review. And this episode is the year of 2013.
1: You said back in time, and now I just have Huey Lewis in the news <laughs> I stuck hey, in my head.
2: You, you uh, know, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: No, no, no. Yeah. No, I'm just I'm just saying if I seem a little less present over mm. the next
2: That's completely understandable. Minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, so the the film that came out ahead was uh the 2013 Gr- the Great Gatsby.
1: Yeah, so if you're new, I'm Brady. Mm-hmm. And I'm Pete. Yes, and we review films mm. and we have you usually 9 times out of 10 you guys mm-hmm. vote on the yeah. films. Yeah. Uh, which you can do by checking out all of the social media links posted down below. Uh, you want to get yourself all over those like gravy on some taters, <laughs> um, because that's 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 your way. That's mm-hmm. your way to vote and to control us and to to you know we're just little rats in your maze. Mm-hmm. And, and you voting on the films is the way that you get to decide For just sure. where the cheese is located. Yeah. For sure. In this maze. Um, So, you want to do that. You also want to support us on Patreon for two reasons. (laughs) One, we are super, super, super broke and, um, you know, struggling artists. We're in the process of updating our gear. We're we're
2: taking it from the metaphorical like old communal trough of the bathroom and we're updating it to like a sensor where it's like really efficient with water and like it mm -hmm. shoots out just a bit of soap that you need and you don't have to touch anything. That metaphorically that's what we're doing.
1: Yeah. And uh you know, it's 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 we've been talking about how much it's gonna cost us and it's it's at our current uh, at our current annual Patreon support level, mm-hmm. it's like f- four years of support. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so so th- th- there's big upgrades coming, um, and so supporting us on Patreon for as little as a buck a month, mm-hmm. which is like one one hundredth of a cup of Starbucks coffee, um, <laughs> is, uh, is 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 a, is a big help to us, also also if you support us for at least three dollars a month um all of that voting that i was just talking about you get more votes than everybody else your voting power becomes thrice Mm -hmm. and sometimes five i don't know that's not the your voting can be worth either three times or five times the votes that it used to be worth Mm mm-hmm so
2: so check it out. Um yeah.
1: but yeah, the great Gatsby.
2: The great Gatsby. Let's see. I think I
1: actually have two questions for you this week. Good lord. That is that is a one hundred percent increase over last week. That's a that's that's a lot of improvement. I hope you've, no. you've doubled the trivia. Yeah.
2: Now before I ask you two questions the one thing that I is not worthy of a trivia question but I do want to share as a trivia tidbit to our listeners is in this film if you've seen it you'll be this won't come as a surprise the phrase old sport is said a total of 55 times during this film 51 of those 55 times is by Leonardo DiCaprio
1: That's a good piece of information there old sport I've,
2: that, so, two things. One, yeah, it totally is a good piece of information. Two, I see what you did there. I there are feel times like, it's...
1: Can I say, it, there yeah, are yeah. times in this film mm-hmm. where him saying old sport gets annoying. <sighs> there, there are times where it's like he just right. used it four times in this one sentence. Yes. Well, old sport, that's a good idea, old sport. <laughs> Did I mention Old Sport? Way to go, Old Sport. Yeah, I'm I'd headed be... up to my room now, Old Sport. And it's like, okay, have... shut up. Like,
2: as a drinking game, this would be a massacre, I'm sure.
1: Oh, are you freaking kidding me? You'd yeah. be, uh, like, you would be <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio in this film could sure. turn you into Leonardo DiCaprio trying to get into his Lamborghini in The Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> right. Rich came You'd out the same you be on year. the floor drooling into mm. your tequila shot glass going no more mm-hmm. stop stop saying it <laughs> which
2: which inc- which coincidentally um wolf of wall street came out in 2013 and scorsese initially looked at doing the great gatsby but just some technical things didn't work out from a studio support issue but yeah that right. that would totally happen if you with that volume of old sports and
1: Martin Scorsese was was too busy uh, <laughs> forming his negative opinions about comic book movies at the time. What? what? You don't? Oh, you don't know about this? No, no, no. Uh, like a year ago, or not even six months ago, Martin Scorsese mm. came out and he said all sorts of things about. He mm. was referring to the MCU, and he was like, "Oh, mm. I, yeah, I don't watch those films because they're not. Mm. It's not actual cinema."
0: Hmm. So he was
1: like, there was all yeah. kinds of backlash. And, and the thing that everyone took away from it was like, I'm sorry, you're throwing shame on, on films that you just said you don't even watch? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> come on, Marty. Right,
2: right. Wow. Well, okay, so I've got two questions for you two actual questions that I'm going to ask you to challenge your mm. film knowledge.
1: Actual questions are my actual favorite kind of questions. questions.
2: So, the first is, um, this isn't the first crossing of paths for director Baz Luhrmann and actor Leonardo DiCaprio. Can you, Brady, name the first project they worked together in?
1: No. I I mean, (laughs) I can take a guess. (laughs) Are there options? Well... I like I I, I don't I yeah, you know no, if fine. I'm being if I'm being completely honest yeah. if, if the question is have you got any clue what right. other film right. they worked on together my answer is hell to the no sure I just I, flat so, out don't
2: know so uh, my my plan was to not give you options I could give you a couple options if you like okay all right uh, but if you get it right it's only half points though so.
1: can you make two of can you make three of the options Titanic. <laughs> and then just make the fourth one something something different.
2: <laughs> All right. So the first option is Titanic. The second mm, option be. is The Basketball
1: Diaries. The third option I don't even Blood- know if that's a real thing or if that's <laughs> the, what? The, that's a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio in it. The third option is Blood Diamond. And the what fourth the hell option is that? The fourth option is Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I so Romeo and Juliet was the only other one that popped into my head. Okay, that and what's eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Romeo and Juliet because it's the only one of those options that I mean, obviously it's not Titanic. Well, you don't know that. uh, Well, you you know, uh, (laughs) he could have been a ghost director. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and I think like. At least one of those, I think you just frickin' made up. Like, Mm-mm. I don't think the Basketball Diaries is something. <laughs> if, if the Basketball Diaries is an actual film that Leonardo DiCaprio is in, right. then, then right. I am all of a sudden <laughs> questioning your ability to appreciate him as an actor based what? on, like, yeah, Why? I don't know. Anyway, because what? what a stupid movie. To be mm. in the, the basketball diaries, it's hey. like the princess diaries, except there's more sweat and and, and jock straps. <laughs> hey,
2: uh, that's exactly what was missing out of Princess Brad.
1: Do basketball players wear jock straps? It's not I really one of those sports, I don't think like, so,
2: but I no. don't know. I mean, you could, like, well, you it's want not it's extra support, it's not illegal, it's not like no. steroids or something, right? Uh, okay. okay, so uh, let's walk uh, this through. I'm suit.
1: going with Romeo and Juliet, perfect.
2: So it was not Titanic. It was not The Basketball Diaries which is a Leonardo DiCaprio film from 1995.
1: Good lord.
2: It is not Blood Diamond which I, have you not heard of Blood Diamond?
1: No. It sounds what? it sounds like a 007 film.
2: No, it's such it's such an iconic Leonardo DiCaprio film for sure.
1: Ladies Big and gentlemen, time. I am making a prediction about which film Pete is going to recommend to me next week.
2: <laughs> Honestly, no joke. I right? think it might
1: be Blood Diamond. It might be, or I I might just take a dip and see what the
2: Basketball Diaries has to show, oh, but we'll see. It. Uh, yeah, you got it right. It is Romeo
1: and Juliet. Nice. I've mm-hmm. only seen that movie once. Oh, cool. Uh, they showed it to us in school. Like it was one of those yeah. exciting days where right. like the, where the <laughs> AV cart. You, oh, you got yeah. back from recess and there was a TV and, it, and you're like, it, it oh friggin' in. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're
2: like, hey, this period, this like fourth period or whatever period it is of the day, it's
1: gonna be good. Yeah, no matter which, what. which thinking back, like we were probably in grade six or something. Mm-hmm. That that's seems not a bit a film. young. You show grade six students. No. Yeah, like, there's that's... guns and stuff. I all I remember from the movie is a a scene at a gas station. That's mm. all I remember. Yeah, well, like there's a, a particular, shootout at a gas station.
2: There's a particular scene at the end. If anyone's familiar with Romeo and Juliet, that I I don't think it's
1: applicable for grade
2: sixers, but.
1: No, well, they must—they might have cut it off, or you know, it might have been one of those where, like, then she ejected the VHS and it was like, <laughs> "And then they lived happily ever after." Right, the recess building. All right, bell children, rang. enjoy yeah. your summers. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> just like Romeo and Juliet.
1: It must have have been an end of the year. You know, like the last week of school where it's like, I have literally run out of shit to teach these children. (laughs) The last three days, you might as well not even come because we're just going to eat jelly beans (laughs) and do word searches.
2: Sure, and clean out lockers.
1: Yeah, because I can't think of any other, like especially when you're in grade six, because I can't think Mm. of any other reason, any educational reason why they're like, and now we're going to show you this modern telling of Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) Hmm. But hmm.
2: Um yeah, so the next question, the final question is can you name two characters that were in this film, The Great Gatsby, who mm-hmm. were also in a film Star Wars Attack of the Clones? Two characters or two actors? Two like you can give me either. In case you didn't know the actor's name, you could just say, oh, it was Broom Sweep number three from The Great Gatsby.
1: I'm thinking as like, you know, some weird universe crossover where it's like, oh, yeah, when when (laughs) Commander Cody of the 501st walks up to Daisy Buchanan and is like, (laughs) General, the the droids seem to be... And she's like, oh, well, I don't know. My husband Tom is a douchebag. Right? Like I, I was like... I don't know what that means, but okay. Um, The Clone Wars, like the animated series.
2: Sorry, no, the film episode two, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Two actors were in both of those films, Great Gatsby and Attack of the Clones. Okay, I'm going to go with the guy that plays Tom Buchanan. That's one. So he plays Owen Lars, Joel Edgerton.
1: Holy shit, he does. He plays the younger... Mm -hmm. Whoa. Uncle Owen. Oh, I like him in Star Wars. Yes, for huh. sure. Uh, the only other person who I know in this film mm. is Jason Clark, but I don't think I, Jason Clark's not in Attack of the Clones. Mm. Jason Clark is the one is the guy who plays the mechanic. Yep, yep. Um, I'm going to go with the woman who. Played, uh, what was her name? The the black-haired woman. Oh, the one, that, um, the one that Jordan um, Baker, the golfer. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, Jordan. Yeah, right. I'm gonna go with Jordan. Cool.
2: Uh, it's not her. Uh, for those keeping track of score, it, uh, score at home, it's not Sean Connery for any particular reason. sean um, bitch. <laughs> uh, it's um, it's actually the. Person in Attack of the Clones who po- portrayed Klay Lars, Owen Lars's father. Oh wait, and whoa, it's actually- Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, Let me
1: think now. Let me think now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I felt I've <laughs> now I've got like Great Gatsby accents. Let me think now. <laughs> let me like, listen here, old sport. Know, let me think about it. it. Was, uh, yeah, let me think, old sport. It's 1920 accents. Uh, <laughs> no one could really pinpoint because it's not really a New York accent. It's just listen here, you drugstore cowboy. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, uh, let me think here. See, uh, listen, um, I'm, I'm just gonna tell you who it is. Yeah, who is it?
2: It's uh, the doctor, it's Toby Maguire's doctor, Dr. Walter Perkins, played Owen Lars's father, the oh, one legged, wow. complete. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, shmee's my wife. Yeah,
2: okay. <laughs> uh, went out looking for her, and the sand people took my leg. Yeah, about your mother.
1: Yeah, that guy.
0: <laughs>
1: but like, okay, so that's that's interesting. Like, that's a very different. You know, I I I, I probably could have watched these two movies one after another. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. have not picked up on that.
2: Oh, I've seen both films dozens of times, and I didn't notice this. Till I, I knew this I, I knew the Owen Lars p- part, but I, okay. I didn't know the the father. The uh, this the Miss this is Lars this is up, for
1: me. This is up there with David Bowie playing Tesla in yes, Prestige. Right. right, I could watch it like a hundred times. Yeah. Now I do, I I don't know. The only other film, the only other like acting that I'd seen David Bowie do was in Labyrinth, sure. and that's okay, a yeah. totally different role. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah, but. But yeah, I would have watched it a hundred times and would have been really. This is the Space Oddity guy. All right. mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, those were my two questions. Those are the two questions. So Th- that uh, was good, man. That was. Thank you. I pat thank yourself you. on the back. Hey, there you go. That was aggressive. I don't know if that came through. I don't know if that'll <laughs> come through on your mic.
2: <laughs> but you heard. That was like, you know. Yeah, my rotator cuff is feeling that for sure. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um. So how do you want to get into this? Because... I don't.
1: Uh, <laughs> but I... Oh. 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 But I mean, oh. it's the meat and potatoes of the episode. So I feel like... No, 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 no. no I do. Uh, yeah. let, me, let me just start by saying... Sure. I wasn't interested in... Like, of our four options. Mm-hmm. Yep. Optionos. We had The Conjuring. Mm. Yes. Which... That was the one I wanted to watch. I haven't sure. seen it, yep. but I do know that it's like a like I hear about it a lot. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a horror film yep. that um is mon I don't know if monumental monumental's is not the word I'm looking for, mm. but um it's 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 one that people it's a horror film that people hold in high regard for sure. Uh, yep. and and horror makes you kind of squeamish. And mm-hmm. so for me, that was going to be kind of fun. So I was disappointed yeah. that that didn't win. And,
2: I and don't to be even honest, rem- and even with the contract, there was a small part of me that wanted it to win because I, I was kind, kind of wanting to do that for sure.
1: Because it's fun to be scared sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even remember what the other two options are. To hell with them. I don't uh, even. Pff, yeah. And one of them was Beats even me. mine. And I don't. I, <laughs> like, oh, pr- prisoners. Was that this past? No, I thought that was don't 14. Even I don't even know. I don't even know what they were. Uh, but uh, yeah. but I didn't want this one to win. Yeah. Didn't care. Sure. Couldn't care less. Sure. Uh, oh, I think it was Gravity
2: Gravity, and Prisoners, I think.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, it was Prisoners. Yeah, you're right. Yep. If you're going to correct me, don't correct me <laughs> wrong, sir.
2: Oh, actually, it was Gone with the Wind. Sorry. Yeah, you're right.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that <laughs> one might have been in the wrong category. <laughs> uh Yeah. So I wasn't interested in watching it. Then mm-hmm. I put it on, and I was like, ooh, ooh and, this and, is interesting.
2: And, and just just to pause you here, I I was aware, I knew this wasn't your favorite of the four to watch. What came as a surprise to me that was that you had not seen it.
1: Okay, yeah. That, well, me. I mean, I don't, I feel like the reason you saw this film, <laughs> the reason why I knew you had seen this film sure. is that, is that why is that Leonardo DiCaprio is the heroin needle that is eternally <laughs> hanging out of your vein
2: uh, I mean like, you're I, 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 I could see
1: you I could see you in al like you're the guy that would be like <laughs> returning shopping carts to get the quarter so that you could save up to rent a Leo movie like <laughs> You're just, I mean, just so excited about
2: yeah. Leo. I mean, so you're you're not wrong. You're right. not wrong in general, but I, like uh, I I have my limits. Like right. as we went through the trivia, like there's films like Basketball Diaries that I have not seen that have him in it, just because sure. I, I have no interest in for sure.
1: Right. Wow. Well, but even the even Leo hasn't watched Basketball Diaries.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's probably true. There I, was like a have... there was like a
1: three week period where Leo was doing some <laughs> hardcore cocaine and agreed to do this stupid basketball film.
2: No, it was that was in his youth. That was like before Titanic. I don't think he was I don't think he was that crazy back then.
1: Teenagers do cocaine. Anyways, yeah. uh I so then I started watching it. Mm-mm. And was enjoying the shit out of it. I was like, "This is Good. really, this is really interesting." Thank you. Uh, the modern music mm-hmm. caught me off like was was yep. jarring at first. Sort of this For like sure. modern hip hop, oh yeah, r- rap kind of thing. Yep, caught me off guard. Very very modern infused. Yeah. Yeah, and so it was very jarring the first time, maybe first two times I heard it, mm-hmm. uh, and then after that I kind of embraced it as an artistic. Mm-hmm. Thing. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and there was a lot of mystery, and there was a lot of not yeah. that it's a mystery movie, but but th- mm. the plot and the way the plot unfolds is very mysterious. Oh yeah. Um. And then at about the two thirds mark, mm. okay, I sto I stopped caring, and I and, okay. I, and I felt okay. like. I felt like the first three quarters of the film mm-hmm. was was a was a brilliant setup, sure, for a payoff that fell flat and didn't make a lot of sense to me, and and just left mm. a lot of things unexplained and undealt with and un okay like yeah, yeah it just you know it was like oh you know we're going left with this movie we're going left <sighs> with this movie we're going mm. left with this movie and in the last second oh shit. We- Let's go right, and then it was like, oh, okay, but what about all this left that we were doing? That's a terrible analogy, but mm. if you do, you get what I'm saying. Like, I I understand what the analogy for sure. Yeah, sure. Yep. I don't expect you to agree, but uh, we'll talk about for sure. That. We'll I talk and about I think this, the ways that I felt like, right? Like the payoff did me wrong.
2: Right, and I, I think this will be an interesting conversation because, I uh, this didn't make my top ten, and it still does not. But it definitely was an honorable mention, and it still is. And I feel like there's some components. It's at times when I was c- kind of gathering my thoughts for this. In some ways, this almost feels like my Titanic, and, and that. And I don't mean that literally, because I know Titanic you hold very near. Like I think wasn't that not your number
1: one film? It in is. Your top it 10? is. It is so close to my heart. Yeah. That. It's if 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 I had a nipple ring that was a movie, <laughs> it would be Titanic.
2: So, so uh, yeah, I'm not saying Great Gatsby's there for me, but there were some moments where I was making some thoughts where I was reminded of the stance you took with Titanic, and I was like, okay, I can relate to a little bit with how you felt with some things. And cool. I'm not going nearly that strong with The Great Gatsby. It has its flaws, and sure. it, it's still not in my top 10, but... okay. I do feel very strongly about this. Hit me baby. One more time. Okay. So just generally,
1: I I, I don't want to say one more, one more time kind of sounds like one last time. And like, (laughs) you know,
2: so I, I'm, I'm very, a very different stance than you in that. I absolutely adore this film. I, I enjoy every facet of it. To me, I think it's superbly done in every facet. just, whether it's the character elements of just what we see in a personal tragedy, uh, the concept of hope and virtue in Gatsby contrasting with hollow individuals that he's around. Um, and just, just such a profound way of bringing a period piece alive to a modern audience. And just essentially it does such justice to the underlying story. So, um, I'm gonna. I've I've got it basically in three categories of why I think this. What I like about this film and or sure the, gadgets, villain, I mean, <laughs> Bond girl and Bond girl, Bond girl. So the the three things. So the first, just this film's success in my mind is a standalone story being told. That would be the first. The second, this film's success is bringing a classic novel to life. So F. Scott Fitzgerald wrote the original book in 1923. Five, I think
1: five or six yeah. somewhere yeah. there 25 many 25. would say many would say the greatest novel ever written the greatest American novel I would think right wow what I mean America <laughs> like what, America. what else is there you know
2: um and then the the third component and this might be get might get in some interesting stuff because regardless of whether you agree with it or not I know your your topic on this on this point or your stance on this point the third thing is this film's success as a remake Sure. So uh so just getting right into it. This film's success is a standalone story being told. I I remember the first time I saw this in theaters, and it it just caught my attention. And when I watched it again the other night, it's to me, it was just so good. And kind of like you said with Titanic, or maybe you didn't say this, but you kind of implied this, and maybe I could be wrong. If so, I you will correct me. But when I finished watching Gatsby, if I had the time and I was, if the film was playing on a loop, I'd sometimes, not always, but I'd sometimes consider just watching it over again, just to soak in everything that I missed from the previous viewing. I, I truly think this is a masterpiece by Laz, uh, Baz Luhrmann. I, I truly do.
1: Yeah, I said that about uh, what what the Titanic remark was. Mm-hmm. We had finished watching it. It's like a two right. hour, two hours it's, and forty five minutes, yeah, or three it's hours not short. And something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Titanic ended, and um, and I woke up that morning, the mm-hmm. next morning, and I thought to myself, I could watch it again
2: tonight. Yeah. Yes, that that's honestly the exact same feeling I had when I watched Great Gatsby. Quite honestly, um, okay. but th- that aside, that's that's very personal. The the thing that I think as a standalone film, if you were just marketing it, marketing it, marking it on that merit, it's it's a comment commentary not only on just wild frivolity, but the underlying ambitions of our actors, or in this case the characters, what past we're trying to recreate, and just the symbolism of that green light and everything it just represents. Gatsby continuously reaching for it, and as Daisy said, the bright precious things fade so fast and they don't come back. Mm. Um, so little shout-out, and you, you referenced this, like you weren't surprised I had seen this film. You, you just weren't, and right. for Leonardo DiCaprio reasons. So this is a little bit of a toy box philosopher shout-out where he, in the voting, he said, Pete, does Leo being in a film automatically make it good? And so in the topic of a film being a standalone film, listen, there's no state secrets. I love me a Leo film. But the only thing that makes a Leonardo DiCaprio film even better is, is when toby mcguire joins that film hmm. and i had what no top... idea
1: he was in this going into yes! it I was, that was a shock that was a pleasant surprise for me
2: as, and as, as a little side note like they're actually homies in real life like when baz was pro- like kind of projecting or um promoting not promoting but kind of in the early stages of will this film get get some wind in its sails will it be a thing and he got on the phone with Leo and Leo got on the phone with Toby and like they all just had like dinner in New York and like spent a weekend together. Just like we wor- hashing it out just concepts and I just love that Leo and Toby are like homies. It's it just something about it. But Toby well, McGuire. That,
1: that makes sense because a little known fact is in the <laughs> Toby Maguire Spider-Man movies. Um
2: <laughs> where you, I don't know where you're going with
1: this. No, no, In the Toby Maguire Spider Man movies, yeah. uh, the guy who was in the suit doing stunts was yeah. Leo's stunt double. Was oh, Leo really? Leonardo No, I just made that up.
2: Oh man. Yeah, that was just that's oh. that's that's uh, BS. Going. But my point of that is Toby Maguire's role and just his ability as an actor, it just needs to be acknowledged. Um but just for me it's a standalone film just kind of on the topic of having to rewatch this film. Like I could rewatch it the next day. There are so many scenes and so many sequences that to me are just so rich and captivating. Like I literally need to rewatch them and to just soak up every ounce of precious liquid, like the scene where the Valley of the ashes Gatsby's parties, the introduction of Gatsby to Nick, the origins of where Gatsby really came from and just, horrifyingly like at the end where Nick gives his account of New York and how it's haunted for him after Gatsby's dead. And we see his haunting memories, but that in a nutshell, that's my first point. Just this film to me is by itself, even if it's not taking into the account that it's based on a book or it's a remake just as a standalone film. Love it. Absolutely love it.
1: So my takeaway from all of that or, Mm -hmm. or, or the thing that I have to offer for all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I would watch it again tonight. Okay. Okay. I I I would okay. watch it again. Um Okay. Partially because I have so many nitpicking things about it. Okay. Um that I Which wonder I, I wonder if a second viewing would clear that up for me. Potentially. Like is there anything well, major
2: that I could like you want to bring up or like
1: uh, Well and I, yeah, like I'm wondering, you know, when when yeah. I when I point some of them out, I'm wondering cuz I mean sure. you you see a lot of layers and a lot of, of For sure. imagery and, and symbolism For sure. yep. in this movie, and so I'm sure. wondering if there's a couple of things that I'll say. So why, like, why? And then you'll mm. say, "Oh, well, actually, let me tell you, old sport." It's you know, <laughs> old sport. It's uh, yeah, it's because <laughs> of this, that, and the other thing, and sure. this is what sure. that means, and you know, right? Yeah.
2: Okay. Fair enough um you okay if i go to my next point i'm yes i'm wait yeah i'm good yeah (laughs) okay so obviously as we both kind of said this film is obviously based on a novel by f scott fitzgerald and so that's my, my second point that this film just successfully brings a classic novel to life so i remember and again when i first saw this film when i watched it the other night the opening credits just in the 1920s-ish-esque fashion with a variety, kind of a varied riff on the Gatsby theme starts playing and just the film just t- like hooks hold of me and it hooked me on the big screen, still hooks me now. And just all these small little elements and moments like this that don't necessarily have to do with the actual story, but they add a breath of life to to this, the filmed version of the story, if that if that makes sense. Mm, yeah. If that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, this story, I've only read the book once, so I'm not familiar with the book that much. Uh, I wa- read it after I watched the film, so my memory of it is quite vague and not specific. But what I do know is that the story in the book itself is mainly internalized from the memory of Nick Carraway. And so that... Right could be difficult to bring as a film or which to portray a beef, as a film
1: which is a beef i have with the story but that's sure. we'll talk about that
2: sure well i what some might consider a beef and this might not be what you consider a beef but what i enjoy is this unique kind of narration that they use to kind of solve this problem of how they're going to tell this inner narration story and they use kind of a modified form of letter narration and I, I specifically love just the unique visualization of like the written word or the the typed letter on the screen kind of leading into different scenes. I I, I just I, I loved it. It tapped right into me. I I appreciated it very much. Um but this film it its strength comes from the underlying story, obviously, by the author. And there's just so many smooth monologues that are just rich. And the film just I love how it brings to life Just various scenes from the book. From various moments, sorry, from the book. Whether it's um, Nick feeling... And the concept of feeling within and without when he's in the New York apartment. He's enchanted and repelled. Um, The Gatsby's parties, again. uh, The green light. um, Just the ending monologue with Nick kind of just we're rowing against the current trying to repeat the past just all these all these staple kind of elements that really make the book uh, an american classic and what some people argue to be the best american book of all time it just it is so so brought to life so well and I didn't have a horse. I didn't have a horse in this race. I, I wasn't a fan of the book going into this. This film exposed me to the story and it captured me. And I feel like that kind of, that deserves a bit of credit, I would say. Right? It's not like I'm an English major and I I have debates as a profession that why this film or why this book is good and the film was just kind of passable. The film hooked me in.
1: Right. Right, right um, in the, right in the <laughs> it cheek.
2: Right in the cheek. One thing that I just, I find fascinating, and this is kind of, I don't know, it's just the, the whole underlying story by Fitzgerald. And I find it almost prophetic sometimes, right? Because the whole commentary of the story is just every like the hollowness, but also like the financial frivolity. And Like, it's set in the 20s, the roaring 20s. It was published in 19, you said 25, I think? Yeah. And I just find it, it's almost prophetic that it was published literally mere, like, a couple years before the Great Depression. Something about that just resonates with me. It's very interesting.
1: Right. Well, because the story talks about, you know, like, uh, stocks are higher than they've ever been. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Everything's booming yeah uh, I, uh, there's so many elements from the book that I love how it's brought to life so to me bringing a classical novel to life is another success of this film
1: hmm okay
2: yeah finally and right. this this is I think well it will be interesting to see what people think but we my, my we did a poll and I'm gonna say this film's success as a remake is is a feather in its cap So we we did do a poll where uh, the majority of people, the question was, do you like films being remade? Yes or no? Very simple, very straightforward. And it was close, but it was definitely more leaning in the direction of no, just leave things alone instead of yes, I like new content. More people were saying no. There were some people saying it obviously depends, but it leaned towards no. And I truly, and I know where you stand on this, and I, I'll have you reiterate your opinion on this, but for oh, me... Oh,
1: yeah, try to stop me. <laughs> for
2: me, if I was at all on the fence, which I, I don't think I am. Your point has convinced me, but if I was all at, all at all on the fence, The Great Gatsby is an example of a remake, is the home run convincer to me.
1: Just which is like the, the fifth time it's been remade, too, by the way. Oh,
2: yeah well yeah maybe even more depending on how you define it because but anyway is a remake the cinematography the soundtrack the storytelling abilities they're all reflective of our modern time so it's the same story or very similar but it's updated in its values and its settings and depending on some aspects maybe even worldview and so it just resonates with so 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 much more power and so I said this before, like I, I was not a fan of the book prior to watching the 2013 film, so I wasn't biased going into it. But so many films based on the story of Gatsby and I, I did a Wikipedia search. There were like loosely you could extend it to about eight or nine different films. But directly, there was about four true great Gatsby films that were made and none are that great. I've not seen them, but i oh, sorry, I've seen one. And it's the one with Paul Rudd as Nick Carraway. And even my love for Paul Rudd wasn't enough to me to say this was passable. There, there's been four direct renditions of The Great Gatsby, and none were good. The Fitzgeralds themselves were alive for only the first one. And they literally, I was reading, they literally left partway through it. They said it was complete trash. The rendition of the 2013 with Leonardo, their only living heir thought this version was actually good and it did justice to the novel. But as far as remakes go, my case in point for a remake, just how much the 2013 version shook my world and it so brilliantly captured my attention about Fitzgerald's story and it brought it to life. When I watch the trailers for any of the other versions and uh, everyone talks about the 74 Robert Redford, you can't beat it, it's the gold standard, I have it tattooed on my back. I would never watch that film. Like it looked dry as sawdust. And just what this film was, what Baz was able to do with this film, he just presents it in a way that just has modernism and relevance. Just, I, I just think he effectively presents a window into history and he does it in a way that the audience is able to palpate. So if we were watching this and we watched Toby Maguire do the Charleston for two hours, I would have shut this off. Because I wouldn't have understood the significance of actual true 1920s pop culture. But just everything with a degree of some grounding in 1920s, but a fusion of modernism so that we can understand and appreciate this. Like, th- I think that's what this film does so masterfully. And you touched on that with, with the soundtracks. But, you know, it this film had two different soundtracks. The one, I think, is the superior, the masterful orchestral score, which just... For me, ignites emotional responses, but the hip hop infused themes and soundtracks that, that just makes me understand Gatsby's parties were pretty dope. Like they were like I would want. Oh, to Oh
1: yeah, the they band. looked incredible.
2: Yeah, and it, like like I said, if Tobey Maguire was doing the Charleston to like a Rinky Tink band, and if it was if it was truly 1920s authentic to the bone, I'd probably be like, wow, this film should probably be a 45 minute YouTube video, or else I'm just gonna walk out. Um, same with the costumes. Everything was done in a lens for us to appreciate, to understand. So the wardrobes aren't completely historically accurate. They're just not. But they're based on 1920s wardrobes, just with modern kind of renditions. So like a lot of the women's dresses, they made with kind of like front, front cuts for a modern look. Or, or the men's suits. They were cut in a way that, you know, the men had tighter fitting pants. So like all these different things were done in a way so that it's... It's masterfully done, but it's also that we can just understand the significance. And so my point about remakes is this is a film that so needed a remake. And I don't totally mean it as a slight on the other films, but they're not socially relevant anymore. And if I had watched any of the previous films, I doubt I would have the same emotional like ignition and significance to the great Gatsby story. And I probably would never would have wanted to read the book. And I probably would have never made the great Gatsby, any of them, the concept, a voting option on our podcast. And I think it's a point in the, in the camp for remakes is all I have to say. So this film's success as a remake, I think is just another feather in its cap. Cool. Yeah. For those who haven't listened to our show at least the first couple episodes. Enlighten us on your ta- in your take on remakes. Okay.
1: So, yeah, so 61% voted don't like knock it off with the remakes. Right. Yeah. And 39 said, "Nah, g- come on, man. Give me more. Give <laughs> Hit me, me give me more. Give me more." Hit me. Um hmm. and I understand I'm not surprised. Sure. I'm not surprised at the results, but I do roll my eyes at the results. Sure, um, because what what people don't seem to understand is a remake. Mm. Like, give give me a film that is is a. Uh, is sort of a cliche untouchable film. What's, a, what's What's a cliche untouchable film as far as a remake goes?
2: Sure. I, I don't know if it's cliche. I think it is. But I think a cliche don't ever touch this would be the original number one
1: Back to the Future. Right. Exactly. Uh, so, so if they announce tomorrow, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to remake <laughs> Back to the Future. Sure. Starring Sean Connery. What people, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, Um, what people don't (laughs) seem to realize Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is that's a no-lose gamble. Sure, it's not. It's not. There's no gamble. There's no. Mm -hmm. There's no risk. Right. There's no. You know, because they go, oh, they're gonna ruin it. They're gonna ruin Back to the Future. How? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How? Mm -hmm. If the new one comes out and it's no good then it's no good. Don't freaking yeah. watch it. Don't buy it. Yeah. Don't own it. Right. Don't rent it. Don't take it over to your grandmother's house and go, look, grandma. <laughs> Remember James <Right>. Bond? <laughs> this is a flux capacitor, right? So don't yeah. say any of that. Just just go, oh, okay, well, I didn't like that one. Sure. If it comes out and it's amazing, mm-hmm. then great. You've got another movie for yourself that you enjoy. Right. Yes. You've gained something. Because here's the thing. Yeah. The original Back to the Future, Mm -hmm. nothing happens to it. (laughs) Right. If the new one comes out and the new one's no good, Mm -hmm. nothing happens to your original Blu-ray or DVD Mm. or VHS or LaserDisc or whatever the hell you have Back (laughs) to the Future on. Real-to-real film. Right. Nothing changes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no, you lose nothing. Mm. If you're not interested, and it's not even like, well, now I'm out the money from having gone to go see it. If you think it's going to be that bad, don't go frigging. Se- don't even go see it. Who cares? No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, yeah. I, I just, I don't get it now. And, and I, Back to the if, Future if I, is one of my all-time favorite films.
2: And just, just to hold you up, I, I think I do get it because I probably was more when we, when we started this podcast, I probably was more in that camp of, no, don't touch it, you'll ruin it. Sure. But when you when when you rationally just say just think about it it's it's not tarnishing the image of a certain thing like there it's two unrelated entities if it sucks it's on its own it no one will herald it as a masterpiece if it sucks just just there's two separate things and i think that rationalization is what won me over for sure
1: right you're not a shareholder at the movie studio <laughs> if the film's right. no good then screw it yeah like you know, mm-hmm. and so Back to the Future is one of my all-time favorite films. Oh yeah, for sure. Like the series, I love all three. You got to watch them. The only yep. way to watch them is in one sitting. Sure. Um, and so if they announce tomorrow, hey, we're making, we're remaking Back to the Future. My mm. reaction would be the same that it was with when they did the female cast Ghostbusters movie. Oh yeah, for sure. Skeptical as hell. Oh, cautious. Yeah. Yep. Not giving it the benefit of the doubt. Thinking to myself, I'll, Oh, yep. it's probably not going to it, it thinking to myself, it won't be as good. Yeah. Yeah. For but sure. not thinking Oh, I wish they wouldn't remake it. Mm. Why? If yeah. the argument was, Well, they're gonna go back and if if there was only if the only way that we could own and enjoy movies, if we couldn't even own movies, if the only way we could mm. watch and enjoy movies were by streaming them. Yep. And they announce tomorrow. Well, we're gonna go back and change <laughs> the movie, and mm-hmm. the only version that you'll be able to watch is the new version. Then, then I understand one hundred percent for sure. Because yes, then you could be like, different. oh, they're going to they're going to that, wreck Back to the Future. They're going to that wreck is literally yeah ruining yeah they're going to wreck." Um, uh, 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 yeah, I can't even think of Wizard of Oz. Oh, they're going to wreck mm. Sound of Music. Oh, they're going to wreck sure. Mary Poppins. Yep. But if, if they announce tomorrow, we're going we're gonna to remake Sound of Music, mm. I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. uh, d- do I think it will capture the magic of the original? Do I think I'll like it better than the original? No. Probably not. Probably yeah. not. But But that doesn't affect me. Give it a try. That doesn't yeah. affect the movie that's on my shelf. For sure. <laughs> oh. So yeah. remake anything. For sure. Remake it twice. Remake it three times. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> if, if you if you like it, great. If you don't like it, shut up and get off the internet. Like mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah. yeah. Um I've got a question for you, but I want All you
2: right. uh, I'll I can wrap it up at the, like I can tack it on to the end. I I'm curious yeah, if whatever. there's anything you want to kind of hit on or touch yeah, on. Yeah, I just
1: want to talk about the things in the film that didn't work for me yeah i want to hear um, for sure. things that i felt so when the movie started out i think the thing sure. that i liked about it do you remember yeah. i recommended a movie to you called big fish and it was uh fish yeah it was the ewan mcgregor where he's like right telling the tall tale of like the life that he lived and it was right. in and some of it you, you didn't know which was it was a timber right. movie and you didn't know which right. was real and which wasn't and it was all for kind sure. of this that's yeah. the vibe i was getting because it was a guy okay. retelling a story and there was this mm-hmm. this sort of almost mm-hmm. unbelievable larger than life you know that he's in this yeah. castle and there's these right. impossible parties that are happening Sh- and there's sure. and so and so that really dragged me in i was like oh this is really interesting this is really wonderful mm-hmm. um and then i think a lot of that faded for me i mm. i don't know if i enjoyed the romance. I don't know if okay. I enjoyed the Gatsby and Daisy thing. Mm, um, yeah. y- you know, uh, probably because it's just not what I was expecting. I sure, think sure. some of it was really funny. I think for T, when he shows up with all those flowers, mm. that's really that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um. I think the shots in this film artistically, the fact that you know they'll be driving in the car and there's what I have to assume is <laughs> intentionally bad green screen. Mm. That it's, it's, it's all done kind of, it's almost shot like a film would have been shot if they had had green screen in the 1920s. Um, (laughs) Right.
2: Right. It's pretty green screen heavy for sure.
1: Yeah. And so, okay. So, but the things that I would have changed. Sure. Number one, we don't ever find it, you know, like a big question in this movie is where does all the money come from? Hmm. How how is he making all of this money? Oh, he's and, he's a
2: boot he's a bootlegger.
1: He's a bootlegger, but we never we never get to unpack more of that. Like he's talking about right. he's talking about different different cities, right? There's all these mysterious right. phone calls in different From cities Chicago. and the, and the other thing. Chicago and uh, <laughs> it's a small, weak town. We don't need like you know, old <laughs> yeah. sport and I'm like and we just never we never right. unpack that enough for sure. my Okay. Like, like yeah. it just becomes kind of a distracting thing because it's something that's never, it doesn't, right. that plot doesn't come to, that plot line doesn't come to fruition for me.
2: I, so if I, I, if I could artic- restate sure. what you're saying, and I think I'm getting what you're saying. It, it, it's such a big component of the mystery, like the money, where did it come from? Yeah. And then it just kind of like skimmed over like, we just oh kind yeah, of he sweep it kind of, under the rug. He, he, he's, a, he's involved with the organized crime. Okay. And moving
1: yeah. on. Um, Next is the the fact like the movie starts out, and we really make a, a point. We really want people to know that Nick Carraway is an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. It's in his case file it's you know we mention it like it's it's a he's an alcoholic, yep. And then throughout the film, and then he, you know, there's, I, I I had only ever been drunk twice in my life and the second time <laughs> was that day and then mm. I had sex with strange women and like all this, you know, <laughs> and like, uh, which always happens the second time you're drunk. Um, I, I guess. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, so, so, but then, and then yeah, we see him throughout the movie and he's got like a drink in his hand, like he'll be at Gatsby's party In Mm -hmm. the morning after the cleanup, and he's like pouring himself some champagne or something. But then, but, but that's, that's kind of the extent of it. Like, there's no, Mm -hmm. like at the end, like, who cares? (laughs) All right. He's an alcoholic, but what difference did that make? There was no repercussion of that. There was no, we're not dealing with that as a, it, it never caught it. We never see him as an alcoholic being an issue. I think,
2: I think most of the issues, stemmed from the Gatsby fallout. Like, I think his anxiety and his kind of loss of hope in society and mankind and his alcohol.
1: But we, you know, so, right. So so most of it has happened between our flashback timeline and our modern timeline. But in our modern timeline, Mm -hmm. uh, we don't even, like, he doesn't, (coughs) he's, he's not that messed up. Like, he... You know right. he's sad telling this story, but he's not like, <laughs> right. he's I not like, he's... well, I lost the, I lost everything because I, uh, I drank, you know, I drank my house and I did like. <laughs> I guess you know, he's know, having. He's good. friggin' living. Is it? Is he not living in the castle? No, uh Toby. Yeah. No, no, no that's he's the, in that's like the a office of yeah. Yeah. But, just, but still, who cares? Like, he's got nice clothes on. Like, clearly, he's. he's I get. I guess he's made having out a out good... all right. I guess he's having a good day. Maybe you know have yeah, people have, like,
2: know. in recovery, have good and bad days. He's he's having a good day.
1: Yeah. Uh. So that was you know that was kind of mm. uh. okay. Um. And and by
2: the way, I like this because I I probably don't watch it with as much of a critical eye. Sure. Because I'm hooked on it. So it's it's right. cool to hear these things.
1: Something I would have changed. Hmm. I would have gone because so the film ends and kind of the cool thing is like. They reveal, uh, he's writing, like these memoirs, he's writing the <clears throat> the novel. He's writing The Great Gatsby. Right, yeah. So, a stupid foolish error, in my opinion. Sure. Was, or what I would have done differently, is I would have gone the whole movie without referring to um, Toby Maguire's character by name. Mm. Until the end where you reveal that his name is Fitzgerald. Yeah, that, that'd be kind of cool right that that he, mm. in fact, that this character is the author of the novel that you've just finished reading, and yeah. it would have been like this like crazy inception kind of thing <laughs> that you're reading about the guy writing the novel that you're reading, right, right like and, so, then, and then
2: like when he puts the final title on it, Leo walks in the room with a spin top and puts it on a table, and then yeah. it starts wavering, and then the credits roll,
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, and then like, and then everything at the end, like the last twenty minutes of the film, mm. ev everything from where they are, they've gone to town, and he's trying to get Daisy to say she never loved him, like that whole that whole confrontation, mm. right up until the end, right up until you know, like the the what was her name, Myrtle, the Myrtle, the woman? Myrtle, Myr- Myrtle. Myrtle who gets hit with a car Mm. and then literally two and a half minutes later Gatsby's (laughs) in a casket and all of that just (laughs) lost me. Like that's, Uh, that's where, that's where I was like, okay, like there's this interesting progression. I don't Mm. know if I would have done the romance thing, but that's what they're doing. So, you know, I'm into it. And then the film was like, and then nothing goes his way and everybody dies. (laughs) And I was like, uh, (laughs) uh, Okay. That escalated quickly. It just, well, it, but it's not even escalated. It's just Mm. like, and then flip the page, everybody died. Right. Like, (laughs) and so to me, it was just like, Uh, yeah. Nothing, nothing wrapped up. Nothing. Mm. Like, it was just very, (laughs) and I guess that's, that's an interesting angle that is maybe, is maybe realistic, like you know, mm. sometimes people just die. Like yeah. people, people, yeah. people rarely ever die at convenient times. Old sport. Like, <laughs> sometimes people just drop down dead. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, I, you know, and then like, so what? So what happened to Daisy? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I guess she went off and did that. But like, Daisy's just j- have her license revoked. Like the like. Mm-hmm you know she never pays for these crimes i guess you know that was the thing is that gatsby died for the woman who who did love him and he loved her but she was afraid mm-hmm. of his anger which we only ever got to see once only once do we ever see him lash out so it's not even like that's a plot line that was like building and building and building he only yeah. has this violent lash out once so i i don't know i was just like i basically Mm -hmm. I thought that this is, this is my appraisal of the film. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They set up their golfing shot just perfect. They had, they had a, a, a $20 golf tee, a $25 golf ball. There was no breeze. They, they, he had, you know, the, the, the director had a $150 driver in his hand. Right. I don't even know. Maybe more expensive, like a three hundred dollar driver in his hand. Yeah. You know, shoes. The shoes didn't even matter, but they were they were friggin' sponsored. They were Callaway shoes. Uh, and then he swung at the. He swung. He went to take his driving shot. Like, oh, he's got everything perfectly set up. And then he realizes that he's 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 holding the golf. He's holding the driver by the end that he's supposed to hit the golf ball with. And so it just kind of drops off. he just kind of like taps it off of the T and it hits the ground and maybe rolls backwards a little bit. Like do you know what I mean? Like I feel yeah, like he's yeah. he set everything up perfectly. The right. movie had I was I was for the first three quarters, well first just, half of the film sure. uh I was edge of my seat wanting to give me another piece of this puzzle. Let me know what happens next. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I then the last couple of pieces got put just, in and I was like, Oh, yeah. it's that's the picture? All right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh.
2: yeah I, I I it's interesting to hear what you're saying and I get where you're coming from. And I, I think we're just different in in uh, our impressions of it. But
1: Yeah, it's, for sure. It's,
2: it's it's definitely an interesting point. The only thing I would say just about the Daisy specific thing, I I think it's less of like that he she saw like an anger side of Gatsby. I think it's more just that he kind of broke his conduct as a gentleman and it was the shallow hierarchical thing of, well, he's he's not really one of the social elite. He's just kind of masking as one and he showed his true colors kind of thing. And then broke his just,
1: conduct as a gentleman. He's sleeping with a married woman. This Gatsby <laughs> is a douche nozzle. He's not a nice guy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I,
2: I think there's some clear cut things where they they were doing some stuff they shouldn't have been doing, but I also think Daisy and um, Tom, their marriage probably I don't think was a healthy marriage either.
1: Oh, because he was banging he, other women he, as well. He
2: was pretty much like chasing anything that moved. So
1: he he played an incredible uh, asshole. Dink. Like he played he, yeah, like who? he
2: would you oh okay so i've got two questions can it, can, for wait, me, wait, wait, wait 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 i no, want no, to tell no, no. this first. No, no 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 yeah. and then i'll so wrap it up
1: the yeah. movie started okay yeah. and when we first see tom yes we see him from behind we don't see his face yet okay okay but the first introduction of him is that he's kind of not a great i can't remember why but he's kind of right from the get-go you go oh this guy's a this you know he a, he has other piece. affairs. Yeah, we don't like this guy. And before no, he we was, even before he we even see his he was straight up on the face, phone with another woman. Yeah, before we even see his face, yeah. we kind of get this impression. And I kid you not, I cannot mm-hmm. make this up. My uh, there was a brief moment where I thought <laughs> that's James Marsden, is
2: I was gonna say <laughs>
1: there was a moment where I thought to myself, I bet you, I bet <laughs> you, this guy's plays by is played by James Marsden, oh, and it wasn't. That's... That's but I funny. think he could have played it.
2: Who do you think would have played it better, James Marsden, or um, Sean Connery? No, 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 no. James Marsden or, or the guy that played it, Joel Egerton.
1: Uh, I really liked. I really liked his portrayal. Okay. I thought he okay. did really well. Fair enough. Okay, no. so I've got a question that I that I
2: want to bounce off of you. It's kind of a joking okay. question, but it's right. kind of serious. There were some memes that came out around the time of 2013 when this film came out, and Obviously, this is another film after Titanic where DiCaprio is in a romantic drama that deals with issues of concerning class distinction, uh, discouraged love based on social hierarchy, based on young love, very similar to Titanic. And there were some memes around the time that The Great Gatsby was actually like Jack had survived Titanic and that he came back a few years later, was able to build up his fortune, and then he was actually going for Rose at that time. The timeline works. The timeline, it adds up, okay? And listen, it's kind of farcical, but I'm, I'm actually kind of playing with the idea. Your thoughts, yes, no, Kate Winslet playing Daisy. Because there have been other times since Titanic that they have played opposite to each other.
1: Right. Uh, and they're, good, they're really good friends in real life.
2: That is also very cool. That's just as cool as the Toby Leo thing.
1: Uh, I, I was. Because I want, aware of like, that. in real life, if, hands down, in real life, I want them to be like lovers. I think if they were actually I, like, please, romantically, yeah. do it, hooked on I'm, each other. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 They I think played I opposites think so. to I think each other in Revolutionary Road. Yeah. yeah I, th- Revolutionary I think Road. she could have played Daisy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I buy that performance. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I buy that performance the, the last... more than I buy James Marsden playing Buchanan. <laughs> thing what Buchanan
2: yeah okay fair enough um my only last thought and this just kind of came as a tangent of of watching this film with how this film with either the previous renditions that I had zero percent interest in and then this film was just so captivating that it brought a, a very classical story to life and it just embraced me in every possible way I I'm curious. This film embraced from me in going... every way
1: that a man can be embraced.
2: <laughs> I was trying to think of the Titanic quote, um, but so this this film, I went from zero knowledge or interest to I love it. A film that I already appreciate and enjoy is Citizen Kane, mm. and if a film was remade as well as The Great Gatsby twenty thirteen was, I would be fascinated to see a well done. Citizen Kane and I'm not saying it's not untouchable only do it if it's good or don't even bother like I'm I'm just saying I'm open to the experiment but my innermost being would love a a fantastic just how the 2013 Great Gatsby did justice to the Great Gatsby I would love to see a film that did justice as a remake of Citizen Kane
1: and be honest starring
2: yeah that I didn't get that far I don't even know I don't really you wouldn't put DiCaprio in there Oh, hell, hells, yeah! Like yeah. obviously, I uh, was Yeah, but but I'm but I'm open to other things.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, scale of zero to ten. Where do you where do you slide this one in? You you probably know where I'm going with this.
2: You, be- I. So, I so I think keep, you discredit yourself
1: just, when you do this.
2: Just I. I don't know. Okay. Because my 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 scale is very subjective. So my scale, I gave it a ten out of ten. And I just, Man. in every essence, in every category, it got maximum points. Like, I would absolutely rewatch this. See, but, I enjoyed the soundtrack, oh. the character development, the plot, the enjoyment, how the length, I felt the length was
1: appropriate but because you, I was But you acknowledge this film. that the film has issues. So how could it be perfect?
2: Yeah. I, but it, it's like saying, yeah, I've got issues, but it's like a hangnail. It's not like stage four of a serious illness like it's hangnails just suck they nails was too severe an example i'm saying sure it has issues but just they out they are just so minuscule and i wouldn't even notice them only if you a, a passerby or on the street pointed them out to me sure okay on marshall scale it's a little bit more i think grounded at a boy so, marshall at a boy Marsh. I gave it a nine, but borderline ten. Like it's kind of in the middle, but somewhere between a nine and a ten on Marshall scale. There,
1: I like that. I like that. I see nine is something I can respect.
2: You can get behind. Yeah. Where? What would you? What did you give this out of ten?
1: I give it a seven point eight. Again, like I, I okay. it's. I yep. think artistically, it's incredible. Um, mm. There's some. Like it's it's just stunning to look at. For um, sure. It's it's an all around fun movie. All the performances mm. in it are great performances. Um, yes, it's just yeah. There's some things where I I feel like the story itself, and and or the execution of the story. And I haven't read the book, so I don't mm. know how much of this is is the film and how much of it is the novel. Sure, um, it's
2: kind of the same issue with the, when we're reviewing Harry Potter, right? Mm, yeah, films based on books.
1: Uh, I think I just think that portion of it gets derailed sure yep. so but still 7.8 that's that's solid that's, that's solid. Solid. not bad that's yeah if oh, if it sure. were if it were uh one of those you know how like you go into giant tiger and there'll be um films that used to be rented um uh, mm. and and now they're selling them as a DV, or they're selling them as a blu-ray for like 2.99 or something Right. I yep. I would buy this. I would buy a previously viewed Blu-ray for two ninety nine to stick it on my shelf. Cool. Absolutely.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. Would you watch this week? I watched two films. One was your recommendation of the twenty fourteen Need for Speed. Mm, like the like, and
1: like not <laughs> not the drug. No, no. the need that's for diff- car racing. That's a, that's a dark film. That's a different.
2: Yeah. I just need speed, um, man. Please. Give it to me more. Um, So I, you, and the reason you suggested it to me was for a technical achievement in that all the sequences, everything I watched, nothing was CGI. So any car flipping, any car explosions, anything that I was actually seeing actually happened with just different cameras, GoPros, just different technical achievements. Right. So I watched that with that in mind. And I very much appreciated when I was watching different scenes. And I'm glad you mentioned this ahead of time. I'm glad you didn't try and, like, surprise me because I probably would have overlooked some things. And then if you had tried to surprise me, I'd be like, guess what? No CGI. But i am like, oh, crap. I overlooked some stuff. So right. the technical achievement, very interesting. Doesn't it blow your you mind? Said this...
1: You're watching and it's like, what? Like, Oh, yeah.
2: Whoa. Like the
1: one where There's the car couple... flips over, does, like, the cockpit, that, the well, cockpit that's, thing.
2: That's, that's one. Because there was a couple scenes where I was like, Really? Wow, like that's. Yeah. From just a technical technicality perspective. It's amazing. It's very, very amazing. But you said this. I said this. This film just isn't my type of film. Oh, no. You said it's not your type of film either. No. So just the film itself, it's just way too friggin' long. Just skips over any major, major life obstacle, like yeah. any event or someone going to jail. So I personally gave it a one out of 10 on my scale, on Marshall's scale. But. I appreciated it for the reason you suggested. Yeah, And, uh, and I think that's technical... really the
1: only, like at best it's a oh, discounted yeah. Fast and Furious, um, which and also I haven't, haven't seen, seen those, so you can't.
2: I haven't seen those, so I can't say yes or no, yeah. but I, I get what you're saying mm-hmm. for sure. Um, the only other film I've watched this week is the title is Escaping Me. So I have to... It's written down here. So let me just get it. Oh, yeah. Good, memorable
1: called... movie then. Changed your life. <laughs> <laughs> Made your top 10 for sure.
2: No, 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 no. I'm just bad with film titles. So the next film that I'm going to have you watch is called Personal Shopper. It is okay. Kristen Stewart in it. Um, it's a premise of some uh supernatural elements um just someone has a family member who's passed away and she's not sure if she's getting signs from this family member or not and she just kind of is going on a journey of discovery what's it called and uh personal
1: shopper personal shopper
2: all right it's probably i, for, I don't have the year in front of me it's probably within the last five years maybe 2016
1: ah uh, very good year yes mm.
2: very good year yeah um, so yeah, that was my film I watched this year. I'm I'm not the biggest Kristen Stewart fan, but I don't hate her. And um yeah, just I, I'm curious what your impression is on her as an actor, but just what your thoughts were on this film. But uh,
1: oh, I'll I'll, some intru- I'll tell you right now my thoughts on her. My thoughts okay. on her yeah. uh are probably very unpopular. Um to with the same crowd uh who don't like my thoughts on Robert Pattinson. Look, if your only viewing of Kristen mm. Stewart mm. is uh the Twilight films, yep, then yeah, you don't have to you don't you know, then then yeah, yep. it's, it it's not going to be a very high opinion. Mm. But if you actually watch the films, some of the the smaller indie films and and stuff where she's actually been able to act since then, Mm. she is a phenomenal actress she is she's a really good actress um just like robert pattinson there are robert pattinson yeah. is in some incredible films now if all you know him as is the sparkly vampire well guess what he doesn't For like sure. those movies robert pattinson's no. not saying oh yeah it's top of my career <laughs> no right he, Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart are both incredible actors that yep. were in a horrific series 10, <laughs> 15 years ago.
2: Sure. I think your argument there, Robert Pattinson, I'm convinced like you're preaching to the choir. Kristen Stewart, I have like, I haven't even really seen the Twilight films. I've only seen her in films outside that. I, for me, the jury's like, I'm not quite there. I'm not sure. saying she's a bad actor but I need some serious heavy convincing okay. to tell me. Maybe got that some have maybe
1: got some recommendations coming up for you then.
2: Cool. But yeah, Robert Pattinson, I hear you all the time. So yeah, cool. check out this film. It the the way they went with it directionally, uh kind of like with you with Gatsby where, you know, maybe you would have made a left turn, I would have made a right turn. I think that definitely applies for Personal Shopper. There's some elements that I would have explored that were different, but um we can talk about that next week. Sure. What did you watch this week?
1: Uh I watched two films. One mm. was called Coherence. Yes. Uh I I really like this movie. It is so up my alley. Um I
2: am happy to hear that. And
1: I, I, I can I don't want to talk about it very much because I would mm. recommend everyone listening to this. If you're into stuff mm. that are is a little more uh dark and eerie and suspenseful sure. then then yep. coherence is the film for you and it's right. it's a movie that you when you start talking about it you very quickly spoil it um mm, and so yes. i so, so yep. i'm not going to talk about it except that i really liked it i gave it an cool. 8 8.5 eight, 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 eight out of i'm having a stroke apparently 8.5 i 8.5 out of 10 uh, That's a very
2: solid ranking. So yeah. it was
1: so yeah, this is like a, I, I want this on my See, I keep saying on my shelf, I don't buy Blu-rays anymore. Uh mm, I love yep. Blu-rays. I prefer yep. Blu-rays. I you know, I love having them on my shelf. But mm. let's face it, most of our film libraries now are becoming digital libraries yes so, but either yes, way certainly. either way i, I want yeah. this film at the tip of my fingertips yep. i want it i want it something that i can pull out at at a friend's house yep. when they're yep. like ah oh, what are we gonna watch and i'd be like well what are we gonna watch i got something for us yeah i really so one like
2: thing it. i will say and i'm not gonna delve like i'm not giving away any secrets so it's just one thing i like the concept of having the premise based on just a principle or a theory of actual accepted science, like this is just something that is in textbooks, and let's use that one fundamental thing as kind of a starting point, yes. and then kind of branch off. Yeah, from I there. would and say I find that fascinating. I would say
1: one hundred percent. They didn't. They they didn't try to make it. A lot of films will try to make their story too complex. Mm-hmm. And yep. coherence says, okay, let's take this one simple idea. Yeah, and unpack that. Let's explore. Yeah, let's start let's, with one simple not, seed, and then ex- let's
2: not spread ourselves too thin. Yeah,
1: let's not let's not add too many elements. Let's not, you know,
2: we we don't need the side plot of the broom sweeper number four not getting into like university at Yale, which is
1: such strong filmmaking because it's confident <laughs> filmmaking, right? Because right. instead of going, ah, oh, do we, you know, oh, shit, we should add. We really should add an element to this because maybe what we have isn't good enough. And and no no no, this true. was this That's was a true. confident That's a good in point. what it was and what it was trying to do.
2: That's a really good point. That's fair. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, I would I would mirror your uh, recommendation to the audience. Check it out. It's very cool. Good.
1: Uh, the other thing I watched is coincidentally a mm. uh, uh, Kate Winslet film. Oh, I thought you were going to say Kristen Stewart, no. but Kate Winslet is just as Kate cool. Winslet. Uh, I watched a movie called The Dressmaker. Never heard of it, but I am intrigued. It's good. It's a it's a drama thriller. Wow. Kind of more of a serious. It's it's a film I'm, I'm predicting you will score seven point five or higher. Um, Okay. Wow. Because it's 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 to me. I watched it and I was like, oh, this is a this is a, a a Peter movie.
2: I didn't realize Leonardo DiCaprio was in it. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, That's really cool. Sorry, The Dressmaker? The maker? Dressmaker.
1: But a bunch okay. of people are. Like wow. Hugo Weaving's in it. Oh. Um, what what era are we talking about? Like when did it come out? Mm-hmm. T- mm-hmm. Uh, 2015? Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, pretty recent. But I'm but pumped. not set in 2015. Like it's a period film. Ooh oh you oh boy i am hook line pumped. and sinker yep yeah so i that's um, what i'm recommending watch it that's
2: cool i've i've actually got two things that i kind of want to bring up okay here. bring them up and the i'll one send is, them back down <laughs> the one is really quickly one last thing i wanted to add to Gatsby because oh my we talked God. about we that talked about with sailed, lala land boy. no i i gotta bring this up but the one thing with La La Land we talked about is that we didn't like some of us didn't like an unhappy ending. And I straight up I I think I would have been fine if that film went away from the book. I would have been fine with either if Daisy came through and wasn't a kind of a jerk or if Nick and Jay just said screw this crap. Let's let's go to let's go to Kalamazoo, Michigan and just start a farm. Right. I I would have been okay with that. Yeah. The other thing
1: some uh, a roadside thing, stand selling strawberry jam.
2: Heck yeah. yeah. Or or if Jay and Nick started a podcast. Right. And they were like, what the heck's the internet? Um, the other thing is far more important, but it has to be said. It's about someone just as mysterious, two people, and it's about one that is just as mysterious as Jay Gatsby. And his name is Nathan Grunman. He is. He's very mysterious. He is very mysterious in a good way. Not in like, hey, he's on the side of a milk carton, don't let him in your house you kind mean, of they way. They
1: never do. It's, the milk carton was missing children, not <laughs> p- pedophiles. <laughs> it wasn't, you, like, it, was, it, like it wasn't like, it wasn't like. You know, uh, the side of a milk carton is like, Nate, this man is the reason no. the children are missing. No, it was like, <laughs> we haven't seen for, little Timmy. This is and, his face.
2: And and for the record, Nate, that is not what I'm saying you were. I'm saying you're mysterious for not those reasons. Oh, okay. So like Jay Gatsby, like someone lives next door to you and they're like, who is this guy? He probably is a bootleg gangster, but he's pretty dope. Let's get to know him. Nate lives next door to you? No, like I'm saying metaphorically, oh, okay. there's someone that lives next door to him because
1: he lives like in a different who, country.
2: Yeah, and someone who probably looks like Tobey Maguire and like looks at Nate and be like, "Hey, he's reaching for a green light." Right. Who is he? The other person. I don't. I wouldn't say she's mysterious. That's just not her persona. But she's is equally as cool. Friend of the show, Daphne Kirkpatrick. If
1: she's not mysterious, then what is she? What would
2: what would you give her? Ooh, um, I, mm, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that gives her justice. We will find, she's,
1: we will find a descriptive word for her by next yeah. week.
2: Yeah, no, let's try and find one now. Like she, I would say the talented Daphne Kirkpatrick, the. Stupendous. Just because, yeah, she's just, she has a few hands in a few different things, but she's very. It's like she's kind of a good connoisseur of just the finer cooking things in life. Like some of her posts online. I'm like, I would totally eat what you're cooking. I was looks trying delicious. to I was
1: trying to think back to the good words that Charlotte wove into the web for Wilbur oh. that Templeton brought for her. And the only one I could I think of know. the only one I could think of is some pig. And that didn't seem right. So <laughs> that is that's, not daphne no that's all. the wrong so that was yeah. a that was a fruitless fruitless endeavor
2: yeah my my point is daphne is marvelous and spectacular because she like every time i post something online there you, online go. There you because, go. it's marvelous because, marvelous the marvelous daphne because in this covid world where my only interaction is online because we, i still haven't met her it's just I I'm 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 impressed. She's always like, "Hey, I just made something from scratch," and I'm just like, "Wow, that's cool. I just made a pop tart with my
1: life." Cool beans. I haven't so, had a pop tart in like. I'm gonna buy pop tarts tomorrow. Do it, I dude. Pop, you will, I haven't had a pop tart okay, in like. But there's like on, stupid. Like, now it's like, oh well. Oh, you're, gonna you're, get, you're gonna get silly. you gonna get a pop tart. Well, would you like a s'more pop tart or two, a two things? Buttercream pie pop tart. Or a two things, uh, chicken and rhubarb pop tart. (laughs) Like
2: (laughs) one, don't get your hopes up. So, like, don't build it up too much because it is what it is. It's good, but it's not, you know, amazing. The other, uh, just follow your heart. Stick with the tried and true don't go with like the creme brulee pop tart or the gravy and poutine pop tart. No, like, I don't, even, with like, the just I don't the strawberry. even like the, Yeah,
1: I don't even like the one that's got the white top with the, I just like the pink top mm. one, whatever that is. Do it. There's raspberry. Just do and, it. and, and you, yep. you eat it without, like you just open the package and eat it. You don't, don't, don't yes. put it in the toaster. Just, just open the package <laughs> yep. and eat the damn pop tart. Yep.
2: Yep. Um, but yeah, this, so that about wraps it up folks. Um, check out our links below follow like subscribe on all our various social media platforms check out our patreon page and if you're wondering how you can get cool shout outs like daphne and nate just got you can't uh, so you, don't can... Even <laughs> you can try you could try it is one of our listed tiers uh listed benefits on uh patreon so you can see it's five dollars uh, five bucks
1: up. a month or more
2: Two three. So um thank you all for listening. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Daphne. Seven and thank you, Jay Gatsby and Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Kristen not Kristen. And most of all, James Marsden. Thank you. Yes, thank you. I am going to go watch Manoa.